Welcome to the Periods and Power Moves podcast and I'm your host, Gianni Lee. I'm your modern day period coach, certified life and success coach and clinical hypnotherapist. I help women to eliminate PMS and realign to their cycles so that they can find their flow, stop hustling, improve their health, increase their impact, influence and success in their businesses and lifestyles. It's my soldiers and mission to educate and empower you on the power of your period. In this podcast, we talk all things menstrual cycles, mindset, business, success, productivity, hormones, spirituality, manifestation, and all the stuff in between. You're ready to figure out how you can use your period to make power moves, aren't you? Of course you are. Let's do this. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Periods and Power Moves with your girl, me, Vianney Lee. I'm so excited to be back recording a solo episode. I've had a few guest interviews over on the Bloody Brilliant Boss segment of the podcast, which you guys have been enjoying for a few weeks now, but now I'm back by myself, and this episode is all about debunking some period myths. So really busting through these myths around what your period's meant to be like, what your cycle's meant to be like, how it's meant to be with you being a woman, and so on and so forth. So I really just wanna jump straight into this episode and just get down and day with some of these myths that we've all experienced and heard about in our lives. So you could go your whole life thinking that your period will always be a challenge. It's easy to do that. I've got into my 30s thinking that my period would always be a challenge until I realized that that's not the case. And nobody likes struggling with their cycle. And just like you, I used to get so frustrated with all my period problem drama actually frustrated is a major downplay to be honest um but you know what i mean and you know since your miseducation around womanhood and sexual education was so shit then is it any surprise that you're out of sync of your body and your cycle our culture has somehow convinced us that we should suppress our biology because we can get ahead quicker we can be faster than the competition when really we're only competing with ourselves. Let's just be real. It's not like the media has helped us in any type of way with these adverts. And you know, it, it, it displays to us that if you wanna become successful or move up the ranks or to be seen in your field or your area of expertise, then you should compromise your health whilst trying to do so. No way, hell no. I'm so freaking sick of this BS and you know, it got me thinking, um, one of my favorite albums of all time is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And the first track, Lost One, she says, it's funny how money changes situation, miscommunication leads to complication, right? Isn't it funny how money changes a situation? I'm not even gonna get into money and into the pharmaceutical companies on this episode, but what I do wanna highlight is the second line, miscommunication leads to complication. This couldn't be more true. Miseducation and miscommunication about the female cycle runs so deep, guys. And when you don't know what's going on with your body or how to improve your hormonal functioning, then you're screwed. And it's literally like being in the dark. And when you're in the dark, it's dangerous. And that means you're in the dark about who you are like you're in the dark about who you really are what you're capable of not recognizing your gifts and talents 
And ultimately, without even realizing it, you're giving away your power by allowing your biology to be a blind spot. You really don't even know how much you need this education yet, because like I said, the miseducation and the miscommunication about the female cycle and our biology runs so deep. You can only get yourself out of the dark, so listen up and let's just get into these bullshit myths right now. <laughs> so myth number one, PMS is just part of having a period and being a woman. Whew. There are so many premenstrual symptoms that we're told are normal, right? Well, I've got news for you. And if you've been following me for a while, you know already that this myth just isn't true. Mood swings, bloating, cramping, breakouts, period headaches, and all the other PMS symptoms you have aren't normal. Say it louder for those in the back. Okay, I will, these symptoms are not normal. <laughs> I know you're wondering what the F I thought everyone went through this. Yes, I've, I hear this so much. And yes, you're right, but not everyone. This is the thing, statistically, 80% of women experience PMS but you've been conditioned to believe that there aren't any solutions. So what happens is you leave it in the dark and you continue to kind of like plod along, shrug your shoulders, accept the pain and the messy complications, saying shit like, oh, I always get like this. I mean, what? Don't get me wrong, I was just like you. I went on plodding and shrugging my shoulders for almost five years or so but no one should have their thoughts, feelings, or opinions dismissed as being hormonal. And I'm doing this in speech marks right now. It's highly damaging. Men have hormones too, right? So why is that, why? You can't even speak. So why is it that women are being devalued in this way? Here is the T for you. So if you, Look at the science, it shows that PMS only happens because of an imbalance of estrogen and progesterone during your luteal phase of your cycle. So that's the second half of your cycle. And this can be triggered by caffeine or sugar or dairy, alcohol, fad diets and all of these juice cleanses, right? I just wonder how your body feels when it knows that you're resisting change. The suppression of your feminine energy is what I'm trying to talk about here. Would you feel more balanced and peaceful when you surrender to the energy of change? Because that's what's actually happening. Your body is changing from week to week, but you're resisting this and you're still pushing and forcing. I learned in the National Institute of Health's um, biocycle study, the research says that the longer PMS is left untreated, and unchecked, the greater the risk of developing cancer, heart disease, diabetes, dementia in, in post-menopause. This shit is so real and I'm not here to sugarcoat this. Since living in alignment with my cycle and in sync with my cycle and eating the right foods and honouring, recognising and celebrating my feminine energy, not only did my PMDD symptoms disappear, but all of my other PMS symptoms did too. Now, don't get me wrong, if a symptom crops up, which it does from time to time, it isn't a biggie anymore, it doesn't send me into a downward spiral, you know, trying to climb my way out of this dark space for days. 
it's not a big anymore because I know full well why it's happened and how to fix it. I might have ate too much cheese. <laughs> I might have, you know, had a bit too much alcohol. But the thing is, I'm aware, right? And wouldn't it be incredible if you could experience this too? You see, the thing is, right, you have your PMS phase all wrong. It can actually provide you with new insights and understandings. Your premenstrual phase, so the phase that comes before your bleed, can actually help you get your house in order, literally and metaphorically. And I just love how Alyssa Vitti, the creator of Cycle Syncing, describes PMS. She has made it into an acronym and she now calls it prioritizing myself. P, prioritizing my MS self, PMS. It's a time where you should be turning your attention inward and try to slow down on the social front and don't think you need to be everywhere and you know, do all of these things for everyone because you'll end up feeling exhausted. So like I said, try and slow down on the social front so you don't feel so exhausted, so exhausted and that means less PMS symptoms. Let's move on to myth number two. Cramps are inevitable. Cramps can always be a challenge, right? And it's a good thing for you to feel shit about them. You're listening to me saying that cramps are not inevitable. And you may be thinking, yeah, okay, Vianney, easy for you to say, you don't know about my cramps. My cramps make me feel sick, pass out. I can't even stand up. They make me feel like my womb is literally gonna fall out. I feel like I'm having a baby or even worse, the pain is worse than childbirth. And I say, I've been there. Well, not the childbirth part, but I kid you not, all of those descriptions were literally my life and it sucked. Menstrual cramping though is not inevitable. Let me tell you why. More or less, half of all women in their reproductive years, aka when they're experiencing a period, so from puberty up until they go into menopause, say that they've had some period pain for one or two days a month. And you thought to yourself that you're supposed to have cramps, haven't you? As women, we're destined to suffer has been a belief of yours, hasn't it? It's just life, ain't it? Okay, so here's the truth. Cramps are caused by prostaglandins. These are one of a number of hormone-like substances. Um, and your body produces one type of prostaglandin, PGE2 that causes uterine contractions that can lead to cramping if there's an excess of this type of prostaglandin, okay? But here's the sick part, here's the, here's the clever part. Our body actually creates two other types of prostaglandins, PGE1 and PGE3, that counteract those contractions. So thanks to these magical and might I add natural painkillers, your body effectively has twice the capacity to relieve pain than actually cause the cramps. Drop the mic. This is a mind blown moment. Let me just back this up for you. Your body can actually naturally <laughs> relieve period pain. And the good news is, if you eat the right foods for your cycle, then you generate all the elements, all the building blocks your body needs to promote the production of the good prostaglandins that will ease your period pain. I'm telling you, your body is a powerhouse. <laughs> 
Okay, so we're on a roll here, we're on a roll here. Let's get into myth number three. Let's debunk the myth that being on the pill helps you to regulate, in speech marks, or fix your period. It was just the other day, right? I was tagged in someone's Instagram post. And the post was all about this girl who'd really been suffering from bad PMS, out of control symptoms that she was experiencing, I think she said around 10 to 14 days before her period. It sounded like PMDD to me, to be honest. But um, I went through the comments and I was reading what everyone was suggesting. Evening primrose oil, starflower oil, kiwi, mango, vitamin D3, comments like their gynecologist was telling them that these symptoms were normal and just to take an ibuprofen and just accept it. I was so irritated reading this that not one person seemed to make the connection between, you know, hormonal imbalances or that their body's not broken, they're just out of alignment, right? Um and just making that connection. And one comment in particular really got me going. It said, um, contraceptive pills regulate your period and reduce period pain, and no, it won't make you infertile. Oh my God, I was like, deep breaths, V, deep breaths. There were literally like over 124 comments from all these women raising their hands saying, me too, I'm suffering. Um, I experienced this as well. And please believe me when I say, if you are on hormonal birth control, you are not alone in thinking that you're still having a period, okay? That you're still menstruating. And taking synthetic hormones in the form of contraception and birth control will not regulate your period because you aren't having one. Even if you see blood, this isn't your period, okay? Here's the tea. When you're witnessing and experiencing... um you know, seeing blood whilst on birth control. This isn't a real period, it's a withdrawal bleed. And from a physiological standpoint, it bears no resemblance whatsoever to a natural period that comes at the end of your monthly menstrual cycle. So the sugar pill that you find in your pill packet is actually a marketing ploy. So back in the day when the pill was being introduced, there was a bit of an outrage from women who were um, disturbed by the idea that by taking the pill they wouldn't actually bleed at all. No, 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 that, that's not actually right. What actually happened was the manufacturers that thought that women um, were going to be buying the pill thought that they would be disturbed by the idea that they wouldn't bleed at all, um, that they wouldn't use the, the pill at all. So the manufacturers are the ones that were thinking, if women don't bleed, they might be a bit freaked out by this. And they might think, oh, well, um, I don't want to buy it. I'm not going to use it, right? We spoke about money already. But that's how the placebo week actually originated. Menstruation only happens when you ovulate. And the fact that the synthetic hormones in hormonal birth control suppresses um, such an important phase of your cycle, ovulation, you cannot possibly have a period, is impossible. So why are so many women hung up on the idea that the pill or um, hormonal birth control can regulate your period? We're back to that miscommunication again, aren't we? Because birth control cannot correct, improve or regulate hormonal imbalances. 
Hormonal birth control actually makes you shut down your own hormonal function. And it allows you to go on like this for years, decades even, without even finding solutions or addressing the root cause of symptoms, which in the end, get you sick in the long term. And I'm gonna keep it real with you. I always try to do, I always try to keep it real with you. I'm actually, and no, do you know what? Actually keep it real with yourself. Did you read the side effects that you get in that little pamphlet when they give you your birth control prescription? Because when I was um, on hormonal birth control in my late teens and my early 20s, I barely skim read it. I just thought, how bad can it be? It, or it wouldn't happen to me. It happens to one in 10 or whatever the statistics were at that time. And since I was at a doctor's, at a doctor's office, I assumed I was in safe hands. The irony. <laughs> the side effects in the pamphlet are literally the tip of the iceberg. And your doctor or your gynecologist probably never told you that the pill drains your nutrients. It plays havoc with your microbiome, your gut health. Remember, your gut is your second brain. And the pill and hormonal birth control escalates depression. That's the real tea. Hormonal, hormonal? Hormonal birth control is such a huge rabbit hole I could jump into, but I'll do a whole podcast episode on that alone. And if you are interested in that, I want you to take a screenshot of this podcast right now, tag me on it on Instagram at statusflow.co or drop me a DM at statusflow.co and let me know what you want to know about hormonal birth control. Okay, are you ready for myth number four? Okay, so myth number four, you don't need to bleed. <laughs> okay, so last year I got really angry and so did some of my peers in this field of study when there was an article released in the Guardian newspaper headlined, we don't need to bleed, why so many women are giving up on their periods. I was fuming. I remember the day so clearly. And to be honest, this wasn't the first article of its kind and it won't be its last. And I know that. And the thing is, right, yes, it's very clever that we can outsmart our cycles and suppress ovulation and skip our periods. It's 2020 for God's sake, but this is a really big but. Just because we can do it, it doesn't mean that we should. Nature has been designed so perfectly and so have our bodies. And give your body some credit for being so intelligent. The, the truth is, right, nature, God, the universe, whatever you wanna call it, gave us this gift, gave us this power source in a way to safeguard our long-term health. And by messing around with it, by skipping a period because it's an inconvenience to you comes with dangerous consequences. Proper menstruation and actually ovulating protects you from a whole bunch of diseases. It protects you from heart disease and osteoporosis and breast cancer and dementia. Think of it this way, right? Every time you have a period and you ovulate, think of it as like you've got this health bank account and your period and that ovulation is, is being topped up, right? You're saving. And the benefits you get from these two 
um, events happening is protecting you. It's you're saving for your your financial future, your healthy financial future. And the menstrual cycle is actually deemed as the fifth vital sign. And what that means is that it's just as important as your pulse, your temperature, your breathing rate, your blood pressure. So have you seen your period go MIA? Raise your hand. Because if you have from that, you can learn that there's a there's a health issue there, like um, low estrogen, which can lead to heart issues, or maybe you're missing your period because of PCOS, polycystic ovary um, syndrome. Irregular cycles is a signal that your hormones are messed the F up and you'll have symptoms like PMS and mood swings, like I mentioned earlier, acne, weight gain. Remember, I've been there. It's no fun. So when I hear things like, or I read articles like, you don't need to bleed and why you can give up on your period, I think, no, like, I'm gonna get real deep here, but you're you're disrupting, you are actually causing long-term health issues. So let me just take a breath <laughs> and I'm gonna go straight into myth number five. And by is last, but it's no means least. Let's talk about myth number five. If you have a bad period, you can't do shit about it. Earlier this year, I was having a conversation with one of my makeup artist friends whilst I was on a job. And one of them said to me that she had been having her period for three weeks and just shrugged her shoulders and said, these things always happen to me. I'm not joking, inside I was screaming. I wanted to shake her, but instead I did my job and I asked her powerful questions as a coach, right? And one thing I said to her was, if you had a nosebleed for three weeks, would you just shrug your shoulders and say, these things always happen to me? No, you fucking wouldn't. Yes, and I understand that we bleed from our vaginas, but it's a rhythm, right? Lasting approximately, typically three to seven days. And that amount of time that I heard that she was bleeding for, ladies, please wake up. What has caused you to ignore these things and not look for solutions? Like, you could get a cold and you know you need to up your vitamin C intake, right? To get better, so you can look after yourself quicker, am I right? So I find it so strange when we have period-related issues and we ignore them and just hope that they will sort themselves out. We... (laughs) We have been conditioned to believe that the wonders of being a woman is to have painful, disruptive periods, and that's it, case closed. And if that's what you believe, what happens is you end up not doing anything about it. And here's my last dregs of tea for you, okay? So the truth is, is you've been educated on how your cycle works to such an inadequate degree. And do you know what? It's not your fault. It is not your fault. I'm not here to blame shame. I'm here to educate and to raise awareness. The system is broken. But my point is, is because of the miseducation or the lack thereof, it's prevented you from taking action. 
from creating change you know changing your reality knowing how to support your hormones so that you can have peaceful and pain-free periods these bad periods don't have to be your reality as simple as that and integrating a few lifestyle changes based around your cycle like food exercise taking the right supplements and knowing how to manage your energy is a is a game changer wouldn't it feel so good to free yourself from this vicious cycle I'm actually in the process of revamping my one-to-one coaching experience and I'm opening up spots to join me this summer. Head to the show notes for how you can get on the waitlist for more information to book in for a free call or drop me a DM on Instagram if you want to find out more information. So let's recap these myths, aka these lies. <laughs> um, myth number one, PMS is just part of having a period and being a woman. What do we know? We know it's not true. Myth number two, cramps are inevitable. What do we know? We know it's not true. Myth number three, being on the pill helps you regulate or fix your period. I think we're getting a pattern here, not true. Myth number four, you don't need to bleed. Not true. Myth number five, if you have a period, if you have a, sorry, if you have a bad period, you can't do shit about it. And what do we know? You're listening to me, living testament of being able to completely change my bad period reality into now living a life of flow, freedom and fun, may I add. It's it's just not true. We know it's not true. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and it's been helpful for you. It's really been helpful for me to talk through this as well you can find me on instagram like i said at statusflow.co take a screenshot of this episode and tag me at statusflow that's with a w at the end dot co and share it with a friend right we must get this information out there because when you rise others rise with you so thank you so much for listening guys um and i will catch you on the next episode. Have an amazing day and sending you so much love. Thank you so much for listening to the Periods and Pounds podcast with me, Vianney Lee. If you've been enjoying this podcast, then head on over to iTunes and please leave me a review. I'd be so, so grateful. If you want to continue to hear more about menstrual cycles, manifestation, business, productivity, success, and mindset, then come follow me on my Instagram at statusflow.co and I'll chat to you on the next one.